Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1036, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, in case you're new here and are wondering a little bit about me, well, I'll actually share a little bit about me in my response to today's question, but when it comes to my credentials, I actually have my Doctor of Public Health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my Master of Public Health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and an exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. And when I'm not doing this podcast, I'm a full-time faculty member within the California State University System. I've taught at the college or university level for over 12 years. I've published peer-reviewed research, presented at national conferences, and have been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on all of the things I talk about on this show. So with that, Let's get to today's question as we optimize your life. I just wanted to know, how do you maximize your potential without overstressing or overthinking or overanalyzing stuff that happens in life with a balanced approach? Thank you for your question, caller. As promised, I'm gonna share something personal right now. I could very much relate to your question because I too am an overanalyzer and overthinker. Before going into most situations, I like to know exactly what to expect. Dinner at a friend's house? All right, what's gonna be served? Who else is gonna be there? Are we gonna play games or watch a movie? Which games? Which movie? When would you like us to leave? Do I need to bring anything? These are the mental gymnastics I go through in most situations. And the experience I just described was for a familiar situation, going to hang out with friends. And I still go through that same mental exercise. You can only imagine what it must be like when I have plans to encounter the unknown. And frankly, it's exhausting. 
It's something I struggle with and work to change. I want to be more spontaneous. I don't want to suffer paralysis by analysis. But I've realized spontaneity brings me a lot of anxiety. By simply admitting this though and allowing myself to have these feelings has been a huge relief in itself. So here's what I've learned. Sometimes you have to just jump. And I've come to realize that I don't overanalyze or overthink every situation. I can be quite spontaneous at times as well. After monitoring my thoughts and behaviors, I found that there's a pattern. I find that when I'm going into a social situations, like just hanging out with friends for the evening, even friends that I've known for over 20 years, I wanna be at my best, and so I like to feel prepared. I want them to know that I value their friendship, and for me, a way to represent this is to be at my best, to be ready to play games with an hors d'oeuvre in hand to ease their burden. It's kind of ridiculous when I say it out loud, but what can I say? That's how my mind works. I wanna please others. That's my way of showing that I care. But when it comes to other situations, I'm ready to just jump in. I'll give you an analogy from an experience I had. While on vacation a couple of years ago, I signed up for a waterfall hiking tour. At one point, we walked to the top of a waterfall and it was here that the tour guide stopped us. He told us to step into the water's current and encouraged each of us, one by one, to walk down a very steep and obviously very slippery rock so that we could jump from the top of the waterfall into the wading pool below. I watched as others carefully walked down this rock towards the edge of the top of this waterfall and then triumphantly jump into the pool below. As I watched, I couldn't get my head wrapped around the fact that these folks weren't slipping. I mean, plenty of water was flowing over this rock as they eased themselves down to the waterfall's edge. How is it possible that they weren't slipping and falling down? And again, the rock had a steep downhill angle with water flowing over it. My brain kept trying to figure out the physics behind the phenomenon I was witnessing, and I just couldn't understand it. It was like a magic trick. I kept thinking that if I were to do this, I'm gonna be the one person that would slip and fall and crack his head open, ruining everyone's tour. So I said, I'm not doing it, and hiked down the waterfall to meet the group at the bottom. You might be thinking I did the intelligent thing. I mean, my safety could have been at risk. Looking back, I actually still feel I made the right choice. And as you'll soon hear, this is part of the process. Now, the tour continued, and we made our way to another waterfall. Instead of having to climb down a slippery rock with water flowing over it to jump, there was a platform that someone had built, complete with a sturdy set of stairs. The platform jutted out from the rocks so we could avoid hitting them if we were to jump from the platform on the way down. I was determined to jump. Others, after the slippery rock experience, were too shaken up to attempt this one. But this felt safer to me. So I climbed up the stairs to the platform. I didn't realize how high the platform was until I got to the top. I heard some ask the tour guide how high the platform was over the water. He said it was about 35 feet. I could feel the wheels in my brain starting to turn upon hearing this and start to overanalyze the situation. Hmm, that's pretty high. Maybe these stairs aren't so safe. But I pushed those thoughts aside. I was determined to do this. When I got to the top, a twinge of panic set in. It didn't look this high from the bottom. I could tell that I was starting to overanalyze again. I quickly ignored it, and before the panic had the opportunity to grow, I started running. 
I ran towards the edge of the platform and leapt into the air. No hesitation. I just jumped. Looking back, I'm so glad I did. It was thrilling. So there are times when we need to ignore our instinct to overthink and overanalyze. But there are definitely times when we need to trust ourselves, like when our safety might be at risk. So here are what professionals in the field recommend to help us get over this paralysis by analysis. The first tip is probably the most profound. Ask yourself this, on my deathbed, what will I regret more? Doing this or not doing this? What's the worst thing that can happen if I don't do this? Next, think about perfection. Perfection may not be as important as you think. Making a decision should simply be a step towards your ultimate goal. It's okay to have an okay decision and not a perfect one to support you making progress towards your goal. Next, think about removing some options. Sometimes too many options can lead to overanalysis. Think of the cereal aisle at the grocery store. My goodness, how many options do we have to just buy some cold cereal? That sometimes can lead to paralysis by analysis. So instead, think back to what you hope to accomplish. Get rid of any options that will not support your objective. So in the case of the cereal aisle at the grocery store, I try not to buy the super processed high sugar cereals, so I just end up avoiding most of the middle shelves when making my choice. I tend to look to the top and very bottom shelves because that's where the least processed cereals tend to sit. Next, just jump. If you're not sure which option to pick or how to proceed, and none of them would be harmful or detrimental to you or your goal, then just pick one and try it. Just jump. Don't worry about the outcome at that moment, but just be comfortable with the fact that you made a decision and are moving forward. Next, learn from past mistakes, but don't let them stop you. Try not to overthink decisions you made in the past, especially if you often suffer from paralysis by analysis. Learn from previous decisions, especially the ones that maybe didn't go as well as you had hoped, but try not to let them prevent you from striving towards your current goals. And finally, consider setting a time limit. Since every decision is different, it's hard to recommend a specific time limit. But saying, okay, I'm going to make a decision by 1 p.m. this afternoon, something like that can help you avoid spending too much time overanalyzing. And as I always say, when it comes to a list of things like this, don't feel like you have to do everything, especially not all at once. Instead, pick one or two of the suggestions that you like and go from there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Thank you again for the question, caller. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com or come by oldpodcast.com slash ask to send in your audio question. Right on that page, you can record straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. And you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. And there's one more option. You can call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Thank you so much for sending in your questions. I love listening to, and now in this case, reading them. All right, that's another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for Saturday's episode and where your optimal life awaits.